Welcome to Parenting in Acadiana podcast, brought to you by Women's Foundation. Our goal is to provide you with quality information from local experts to support you in your parenting journey. Hey parents, I hope everyone is safe and healthy during this time. I know in response to this craziness and our new reality, I know it's hard. We know it's hard. Parents out there, you have been faced with navigating this new reality, with having to stay home with the kids, keeping them active and keeping their brains stimulated and homeschooling even and and just living this new schedule and routine. I know it's probably been such a shock to many of you and having to you know go through this learning curve together as a family. I think I just feel like you probably may feel like you're alone, but you're not. Uh, You know, I want to reassure you that you're not because there are tens and tens of thousands of other parents out there that are doing the exact same thing you are. And um, you guys are doing a wonderful job. I want to praise you guys for doing what you're doing the best, the way that you can for your children and for your family. And so... Our podcast, we, our main goal is to provide parents with resources and tools and tips and stories. And I just thought it was appropriate to bring on some parents for these next few episodes to kind of talk about how they have been able to navigate this new life in response to COVID-19. So, you know, there, I'm sure that there are many parents that are having to switch gears right away and break out the whiteboard and markers and, you know, however old your kids are, um, I'm sure whether they're little or middle school or high school or graduating seniors, this has been such a different time since just a few months ago. So for our podcast, you know, we want to continue bringing you resources and so... We just want you to know that we are here for you. You know, there are other parents that are going through the same motions and I just thought it would be appropriate to bring on parents who are open to sharing their stories so you can listen and feel uplifted and supported through this entire journey. So I want to introduce you guys to one of my really good friends. Uh, Her name is Tiffany Major. She is actually a mother of two. And funny story, we met in college back in, I want to say 2010. And we were both nursing majors. And so we, we did our, dipped our little toes in the nursing world. And we figured out it wasn't for the both of us. And so we went separate ways, you know, she, she majored in, what was it that you majored in, Tiffany? Informatics. And I went into public relations. And so even funnier is we both 
you know, started working and decided to go back and get our master's. And then we both graduated together uh, with a master's in business from LSUS. So we look back at it all the time. It's like, huh, like we would have never survived being a nurse um, and bless all the nurses' hearts and souls right now who are working uh, in the front line during a time like this. So everyone, I want to introduce you, Tiffany Major. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Sally. My name is Tiffany Major. I'm currently a resident of Baton Rouge, and I'm a project manager at LSU. Um, I am married with two little girls, uh, ages four and two. And um, I also have a side hustle business um, with social media management that I do like after hours. So it's a lot, but I manage. Right. You sound like you, you pretty much stay pretty busy handling yes. two young ones and <laughs> a married life and work. Yes. So tell me when, when was it that you had to kind of transform in, into this working from home role? Well, I've been um, working from home for four weeks now. Um, I believe that the news came down to LSU from the state at the beginning of March. So mm -hmm. it's been a full month now that we've been working from home and it's a struggle, but I'm definitely dealing with everything that it comes with. I'm actually enjoying working from home um, as far as project management. Most of my calls are with vendors. And besides talking to my team at LSU, it's kind of been a, a breeze. Right. Is your husband also working from home? My husband also works from home as well. He has calls that he has to take for meetings or things that he has to get in on a time constraint. And so we really just take turns with assisting with the girls so we might take them outside or we might do like a little activity with them as far as painting or something just to kind of keep the noise down while we're on a call because our house is definitely not set up for a home office because we never would expect that we would be working from home so um, we just have to really just make do right and kind of explain what were like your first reactions when you learned that Schools were going to be closed. Uh, I'm not sure if your if your girls were going to school or if they were in daycare. But you know, what were kind of your initial reactions when you heard that you had to stay home with the girls and work at the same time? <laughs> well, um, a lot of my coworkers have older kids that are actually in school. My girls are just in daycare, so uh -huh. um, it was. I believe it was like a Friday. We heard the news about the schools closing for only until after Easter. So we made the decision to take them out of daycare for that following week. The daycare hadn't closed by the time that the news was announced. So we mm -hmm. made the decision to, to keep them at home. And then the following week after, the daycare actually called us and told us that they were closing. So um, I'm happy that we made that jump ahead of time so that we could transition ourselves without being forced upon it. So right. that has definitely been, um, you know, just a struggle for us in general, but we're definitely sticking to our routines and just making sure that we're just keeping the girls happy and just trying to make do because it's it's tough for all of us at this time. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned you're doing your best right now to make them happy because I feel like, especially right now, and being that they're so young, they don't see it as you know we're going through this crisis or we're going yeah. through this weird time in 
in life, they're just literally enjoying staying home and playing and learning and, you know, mom yeah. and dad is home. So they don't see it any different. Right. Um, Savannah, she's the oldest. She just turned uh, four. She still talks about her friends at school and what she wants to do with them. And we actually had celebrated her birthday about a week ago. And mm-hmm. it was definitely different for us because we had planned like a birthday party with family from Texas, from Alabama. Everyone was going to travel to Louisiana to celebrate her birthday. And that changed within a matter of weeks. So we definitely just ordered some balloons and just really celebrated her and mm-hmm. made the best of what we could do for her birthday. But you just really have to kind of distract them. She doesn't know any difference about a party. So as long as we're right. celebrating her and there's cake and ice cream involved, she's happy. Yeah, I feel like I would enjoy the same thing if I were that <laughs> if I were that young. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about maybe some of the challenges that you have been faced with, you know, whether it's mommy life or work life or married life, you know, what are the, some challenges and what are some things that have been new to you guys? Well, definitely going from working at an office for eight hours of the day and having your child at a daycare with teachers and other students to entertain them is different Mm -hmm. for us because I've never been a stay-at-home mom as far as like having kids with me at the house. So that's definitely challenging and just being able to, um, and to keep them entertained because they're at an age right now that they don't know independent play. Like they can for a little bit, but most of the time it's daddy and mommy entertaining them. So mm-hmm. balancing that with working for a full eight hours out of the day and taking meetings is very overwhelming. But we are just trying to stick to a routine by walking in the mornings, uh, coming in, doing like educational things. And then for the rest of the day, we are outside playing for the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But as far as married life, I would say that we are definitely trying with trying to stay open with that communication because um, during this time, it's so easy to get upset and frustrated with each other um yelling in front of the kids all of that is not a good environment for them so we're definitely trying to just keep our energy high and just being more understanding in this time and giving each other grace um this past friday we did like a date night at the house like set candles on the dinner table and then just enjoy like some live music just make best of the situation Mm -hmm. and it was very relaxing like the kids mm-hmm. were asleep and we just had a really good time. That's really awesome to hear. I mean, I I really I value that, especially because, you know, being married and having kids, sometimes you like you you, you know, you need that time with your partner and to to kind of decompress right. during this yeah. craziness. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, bringing the girls outside or going on walks during the day. So that's just kind of like the routine you guys are on right now. You know, do you find that it's been working for you guys? Yeah, it definitely has. Um, that my kids are not kids that sleep in at all. Like they mm-hmm. will wake up at five forty-five if we leave our alarm clocks <laughs> on. So they are up running at like at least six thirty, six forty-five. So we're 
cooking breakfast at seven o'clock and then we're out the door by eight. Like we have mm-hmm. to set a routine with them or they will run us into the ground and we will be so tired before lunchtime. So really just sticking to that and just not straying away from it, especially not being able to leave the house right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a lot, but that routine is what we stick to. In the midst of all this, how are you able to explain to the kids that they're not going to daycare anymore? Like what were your, you know, how did you talk to them through this and, you know, make them feel, you know, this is kind of the new norm now and we're going to have to navigate through doing activities at home and playing outside kind of thing. Yeah. Well, since they are only 15 months apart, they are each other's best friends. So I think that really helps us that we don't have just one child um, here alone. But Savannah, she has definitely mentioned several times about school and going back to school. So uh, we just explained to her that, I mean, she's only four. So (laughs) this is the words that we have to use. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's germs out there that it's dirty. People are sick right now. And Mm -hmm. um, also whenever we do like grocery pickup or whatever at Walmart, they notice the mask on people's faces and they're like, mommy, are those people, are they sick? Are they sick? And Mm -hmm. I just have to explain to them, yes, that's why we can't get out the car right now because they love to go into the store. So Mm -hmm. just really breaking it down to them on a toddler level and just explaining to them that we no longer can go to school. We no longer can go to the store and also watching church on live stream. They just like, (laughs) yeah, why aren't we at church? Because it's literally down the street from us. Yeah. So it's it's tough, but you just have to really break it down and explain to them and just embrace them. Right. And like you said, giving grace and just living in the moment, I guess, because you can't if you look back once they're older, it's going to be one of the greatest times that you guys look back on. Exactly. Yeah. We're literally living in a historic moment and they may be only four or two, but by the time that they're like in their 20s, they will definitely look back on this and say, yeah, mommy and daddy were there for me. And, you know, memories that they could remember at four and two. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's definitely a historic moment. And we, we're as parents, we're responsible for shaping these moments. Right, absolutely. Now, have you guys maybe, like, accomplished anything or reached any milestones during this time with the girls? Yeah, we have. We have. I would say the first one would be that Olivia, the youngest, she was still struggling with the potty at at daycare. So Mm -hmm. the first week that she's been at home, she hasn't had any accidents throughout the day or at night in bed. So I would say that would be like the first accomplishment. That's that's huge. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, she's she's only two. She'll be three in July. So that's really big for us. And we Mm -hmm. don't have to have any pull ups or anything. So she's big girl potty and that's it so and then also the next one would be they learned to ride their bike this like a few days ago which again they're still really little but they were really persistent in riding their bike so we just really taught them how to ride their bike and just use this time that we have just to teach them a skill that they didn't know previously right I feel like this time is where us being closer to 30 now we did a lot of that outside when we were kids you know we rode our bikes and we played hopscotch and we drew on the sidewalks and I feel like 
I feel like the world is maybe rebooting in some way. Like our kids now are playing outside and doing those things that we did when we were younger. So it's it's almost nostalgic to see yeah. kids these days outside. Yes, definitely. Also, I'm not sure if you saw the walk. Uh, talk the walk or something like that I think it's like a hashtag that started and it's gotten really popular and kids are like talking the sidewalks or their driveway with talk I mean a lot of kids were not playing outside at all before any right. of this happened so it's a lot of negative out of this but there's also a lot of positive as well yeah I, I love to see the neighborhood kids outside and families walking and taking this time to decompress and get away from the screens or it's kind of refreshing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add to thing you want to mention before I ask you the wrap up question that I always ask my guests? I would also say my sister, she recommended this to me. She's a social worker in Texas and there's this thing on YouTube called coping cards. And it's basically like whenever you're in like a peaceful, calm state of mind, you make these cards that really reflect on like gratitude or like affirmations. And it could be like a remember to hydrate, drink some water, wash your face, Mm -hmm. just like simple things like that, that like whenever you're in that moment of panic or like anxiety or stress, you go to these coping cards and you just look at them and just use it as a reminder to calm down. It'll be okay. Yeah, awesome. So definitely, definitely we'll include that in the show notes. Yeah, so what's the one thing that you want parents to know that are going through the same thing with their young toddlers, reassuring them that it's going to be okay? What's what's that one thing? I would say the one thing that I want parents to know, I would say give yourself grace. I'm, I'm going to keep saying that. Give yourself grace. As far as education-wise, I think that everyone is doing the, the best that, that they can, especially working full-time and having the kids at the house full-time. So give yourself grace. The kids will still love you, but also remember to embrace them in, these, in this moment. These are hours that we weren't previously spending with them, and now that we have so much time on our hand, we can shape their education level and we can also shape how they think of us if that was a positive or negative experience previously so I would just say give yourself grace and just press forward in this time of panic and a lot of uncertainty (laughs) yeah that's 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 the word I was looking for yeah yeah I think that that kind of explains a lot of what parents are kind of going through especially with all of this it's kind of that uncertainty but then remaining above waters and remaining positive, especially because your kids are pretty much watching you. And so you kind of have to be that example for your kids. Exactly. All right. Well, I think this was super, super wonderful. Earlier, Tiffany mentioned she does her little side hustle or whatnot, and she does have a great Instagram. So tell us and tell the listeners (laughs) where to find you on social media. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at the mommy plug. And so if anyone wants to get or find out more information on the coping cards, we're going to include that in the show notes. And I do want to say whenever I personally started working from home, I didn't know exactly how to kind of navigate giving these resources to parents. And I'm like, why, why not just 
respond to what's going on right now because I feel like there are a lot of parents that are going through the same thing. And I think that they're they're kind of searching for for support. And so I think this is a great platform that you're able to share your story, Tiffany. And I appreciate it so much. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, thank you guys, everyone, for listening. Um, this was really fun. We're actually doing this via Skype. So this will be pretty interesting going forward with the podcast. I think it's it'll be my new norm. But anyway, thank you guys for listening and please continue to subscribe it's available on itunes soundcloud stitcher and google play so please subscribe like leave reviews and you guys will hear me on the next episode